0: EO Fire, 1133. You're not crazy.
1: Everybody has those. And what you need to do is be aware.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Text Paradise to 33444 and we'll reserve your spot. Ignite. Looking to set up payments for your business? Braintree is your app or website payment solution. Visit slash fire to learn more and get your first $50,000 in transaction fees free. Great businesses start with a great logo. Start things off right with a professional design from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade free. Fire Nation. The countdown has commenced. Johnny Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Matt Curry. Matt, are you prepared to ignite?
1: I am fired up to ignite, John. I I am like ready to go.
0: Matt is a serial entrepreneur and Wall Street Journal bestselling author of The ADD Entrepreneur. He built Curry's Auto Service into a 10 location chain servicing almost 5,000 cars a month and was voted the top shop in North America by Motor Age magazine. Matt, take a minute, fill in some gaps from in that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life.
1: Actually, in the next month and a half, we'll be celebrating our twenty. my wife and I's uh, 25th wedding anniversary. Yes. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, I've got two awesome kids, uh, Matt and Jenna. Matt's in college studying entrepreneurship and business. Jenna is finishing high school online and chasing her music career. So, uh, yeah, I live in Northern Virginia right outside of D.C. I'm a born and bred Washington, Washingtonian. And that's, you know, I, I believe in, you know, entrepreneurism and capitalism, and, and that's what I'm all about. Well, you have quite the
0: journey to back it up, my friend. And we're going to be getting into that journey today. But first, you know, listen, you're an entrepreneur. Our listeners are entrepreneurs. And one of our main focuses is generating revenue, is creating viable businesses. So break it down for us. How do you, Matt Curry, generate revenue today?
1: I was uh, very fortunate and sold Curry's auto service to a uh, to a, a multi-billion dollar company and I'm living out, you know, I, I'm invested in a couple of shopping centers and and the stock market and rental rental properties. So I kind of live off the interest of that. Um, I founded the hybrid shop and we teach, we sell franchises and teach people how to repair uh, uh, electric, uh, hybrid and electric vehicles and teach them how to get in the hybrid and electric repair business. So we're, we're growing that business as well. And I am starting to do some speaking events as well.
0: Killer. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. You're kind of living the dream right now. I mean, you have kind of got to the point where a lot of us dream of where, hey, I've made a sale. You know, I generated a ton of revenue from that sale. I'm able to kind of live off of that, the proceeds of that sale, the interest of the investments and now only pursue passionate things. I mean, you are the captain of your own ship, but that would that be right, Matt?
1: That's exactly right. I am living the life that, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. You know, we've been very fortunate. I, I do a lot of travel. I, I travel, uh, to do missions for the Starkey Hearing Foundation and such. And, you know, I, I, my biggest, my biggest thing now, right now is really being my daughter's roadie, you know, carrying her equipment and, and to her gigs and all that stuff. Awesome. So we're truly living the life and it's, it's pretty amazing. And I, I just want to go out there and help other people, uh, you know, and contribute.
0: Now, would you say that it took hard work to get where you are or did it just come overnight?
1: I am the youngest of seven kids. I never got any, never got allowance or anything like that. I started cutting grass and shoveling driveways at the age of seven years old. So I believe that, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. So it's all about hard work. You got to begin at the beginning, become an expert, you know, in your chosen field and work your ass off. And that's what it's all about. So nothing's given to you. You know, you got to go out and take it and you got to go work for it.
0: I love that. And another quote that I really dig is that luck is where effort meets opportunity. you, you <laughs> got to put the effort in. That's the only way the opportunity is going to rear its beautiful head, Fire Nation. So work your hiney off, period. So Matt, you weren't always, you know, living the life, you know, being able to be a roadie for your daughter. I mean, that's where you are now. And that's amazing. But on EO Fire, we talk about the journey because we've all been on a journey. We still have a journey ahead of us for sure. But what I want you to do now is take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Matt, really tell that story. Take us there.
1: Well, that's an easy one. So after I opened my third store, Curry's Auto Service, we took it from, it was doing $30,000 a month in sales. Within 90 days, we're doing $90,000 a month. Within six months, we're doing $180,000 a month in sales. Yeah, so I was cocky. I was, you know, I was just like on fire. All my stores were profitable and I couldn't find uh, another auto repair shop in the Northern Virginia area to open up. So I found a place in Richmond, which is about 100, 100 miles away. And it's a totally different demographic, totally different deal. But I was young and arrogant and cocky, and, and I bought it. And uh, I signed the papers. I'm driving out of Richmond on a Friday afternoon, and I look in my rearview mirror, and it was like the 100-year flood. It was like the wrath of God, John, was coming out. And you look at the skies. The skies were just black, and it, it, it was like doomsday. And that night and the next day, they, got, they had the 100-year flood. Wow. And the shop that I just bought got... Filled with three feet of water, everything was was just damaged. And I had an opportunity to walk away from that because the sale didn't go through till that Monday. I ended up buying it for half price instead of four hundred thousand dollars. I bought it for two hundred thousand dollars and said, you know, I can make this happen. And I lost about a half a million dollars. I just didn't know the market. It was an old boys network. Uh, You know, it was like a sign from God. You know, leaving (laughs) when I look back. Leaving Richmond, I'm looking back, I can still picture my rearview mirror going, oh, my God, this is, you know, you heard it on the news, there's major storms coming in. And if I had uh, maybe listened to, you know, listen to that warning or, you know, I, I wouldn't have done that. But I, I was able to regroup. I was able to sell that at a loss. Uh, I was able to regroup. And it was a big lesson learned. And the lesson learned is, you know, you can't get too cocky. You can't, you know, <laughs> things are going to happen, right? You, you You've got to. You just can't get cocky. You got to make sure that you're thinking clearly and and make good decisions. And so I I learned a big lesson from that experience.
0: There's so many things that I take away. I mean, for number one, and this has been so consistent in the over 1,100 EO Fire interviews, follow your gut fire nation listen to your intuition you know when red flags come up they're there for a reason and they're not always going to be right and they're not always going to you know presage doom sometimes you know your intuition is going to be wrong but so often the failure stories on EO fire mat come from people who didn't follow their intuition so many of the aha moment stories come from people who did they just said you know what this feels right I want to make this happen. And they go forward and they execute on their gut, on their intuition, what feels right, what resonates with them. And I can tell you, Matt, I mean, you know, would people who have found some success in business and Fire Nation, like really take note of this, so often you start to think, hey, everything I touch turns to gold. I can't do anything wrong. Every decision that I make is an absolute home run. And that's actually why I love like my current situation with Entrepreneur on Fire, because you know we're doing great things, we're having a lot of success. But every single day, I talk to an entrepreneur who has had an absolute fall from grace, and it just reminds me over and over again, you know, you have to stay humble, you have to stay happy, you have to stay hungry. You know, stay humble, stay happy. And I, I love that phrase. I mean, I have my share of failures every month with EO Fire that we share publicly, and it's so critical, Fire Nation, to realize. You know, this is always a journey. There is no guarantees in the future. Past success does not predict any kind of future success. So that's my big takeaway, Matt. In just one sentence, sum it up for us. What do you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story?
1: In one sentence, I want to make sure that people follow their dreams and they they live their life to the fullest. That's, I mean, if I had to narrow it down to one thing, I really love that that happy, hungry, and healthy because... I've had tremendous success, but I've had tremendous failures. I think the, the more success you have, the bigger your failures are as well, right? So I think you know, being humble, being being happy is yeah. Those are two great two great places to start.
0: Yeah, no, I love those H's. You know, it's the happy, it's the hungry, it's the healthy, and it's the humble. You have to stay humble, Fire Nation. No matter what success you've had, stay humble, stay happy.
1: Uh, That might be my my four H's. That might be my next book, right? (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I just write that down.
0: Well, speaking of aha moments, Matt, which apparently you just had one, that's what I want you to talk about next. I want you to take us to an aha moment that you've had at some point in your entrepreneurial journey, one that you think is going to resonate with our listeners, Fire Nation, and really take us to that moment and describe it for us.
1: Well, I started my first uh, auto repair shop on $103,000 on 13 credit cards in the back of a terrible industrial park with no parking, no visibility. And my biggest aha moment from there was when I realized who my target audience wasn't. OK, we started working on anything, right? I would work on anybody who had money in his car. Right. But when I really got involved in the uh, European, the, the BMW Porsche, Mercedes, Audi clubs, I w- I've been racing cars since the 80s. So I had a lot of friends from the racetrack and all that. And when I realized, you know what, I'm filling a niche that other people aren't because these people with these high end uh, European and, and import vehicles really wanted a great place that, you know, on, on, had honest work, you know, honest um Advice for their cars, uh, uh, awesome workmanship, and filling that niche. And realizing, you know, what, I don't want to work on people who, you know, people's cars that don't have money. So it was my big aha moment was realizing who my target audience was not and focusing on who my target audience was.
0: I talk often, Matt, on EO Fire about finding your avatar, that one perfect listener for your podcast, reader for your blog, viewer for your videos. Or customer, you know, for your business, that one perfect avatar. Because when you know that avatar, then you know that, hey, I can just focus on this person and I can create everything around that my marketing, my message, my vision, my brands. But something that we don't talk about enough, and I'm really glad you brought this up, is just as important to know who your target customer is not and that's really what you were able to dial in you're like this person is not for me this person is not for my business for any number of reasons so kind of talk about that kind of share a little more detail about who you found your your target customers your perfect customers for your business was not like what did they possess for qualities
1: When I first got in business, you know, we would say yes to everything. You know, we we just wanted people to come in our doors. So we'd advertise 995 oil changes. We would, you know, free tire rotations. We are giving stuff away just to get people in the door. And a lot of that was a waste of time, right? I mean, it's a numbers game to an extent where, you know, you just blow people away with customer service. And you're nice and you're honest and you do great work. But at some point, you know, you got to fire those customers, so I think, you know, the biggest thing is identifying, you know, maybe sit down and identify who, who, you know, who your target audience is and who your target target audience is not. OK, and make sure you fire those customers that aren't profitable customers. You Let's know? get Don't, specific
0: in your situation,
1: though. Like what were who were some customers that you fired and why? People that weren't profitable. Right. You know, people that would cause problems, you know, you didn't want to do it, make a, you know, make a big uh, deal of it and do it often. But but people that, you know, sometimes you have to agree to disagree. Sometimes what I would do is I would actually get a competitor's card, a business card. And I would say, hey, you know, obviously we don't we're not connecting, you know, right. I'm not the right guy for you. I'd say this guy here, go see Danny, he's a great guy. And uh, you know, maybe maybe you get you get along better with him.
0: Yeah. So And I and I know I'm digging here a little bit, but I just yeah. I want some qualities. Like, what were the people that just didn't work for any number of reasons for your business?
1: People who didn't want to spend money on their cars, people were just looking for deals. You get the couponers out there and they're just looking for the 995 oil change, that's all they're ever gonna come in for. They're never gonna spend any money. Uh, they're always just looking for the deal. And, you know, once you do, you, you, those guys come in three or four or five times, you take them off your email list. You don't send them any more coupons. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're still nice to them. You still give them the same quality of service and all that. So hopefully they'll talk nice to you about other people, but you don't want to actively reach out to those people. So, you know, that's, that's what we did Uh, you know, I believe, you know, in the beginning, we do did whatever it takes just to get people in our doors. And I think that was important to help spread the spread the word.
0: I love that phrase that you said is sometimes you gotta fire your customers. Sometimes you gotta fire the, the clients that you have that aren't right for you because Fire Nation, all we have is time. Why not spend the time with the people that are right for your business? But this next statement I'm going to make, Matt, you might disagree with it and I'm totally cool with that. And I'd love to get your, you know, your real honest feedback in this. But you know, you kind of alluded a little bit to the fact that, you know, you know, maybe you wasted a lot of time and maybe, you know, you kind of spun your wheels a little bit and and maybe that's the case. But I really believe that when you are starting a business that you really do have to say yes a lot and and you have to learn your market and there's no way to learn the market and to learn who's right for you if you're not finding out who's wrong for you. It's like doing huh. your research. And, and yes, it's it's painful and it's time consuming, but it's going to help you really craft that perfect customer for you. So again, that's my thought process on that. What do you think about that, Matt?
1: I totally agree with that. Uh, it's in my book, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? Say Yeah, say yes, the power of yes. And, uh, you know, we actually had an internal marketing slogan. I believe in not only your external marketing, but internal marketing to your company and your culture. And it was say yes to an hour or less. Ooh. And it, which what happened when we got, you know, I don't know, seven or eight stores, I started listening to some phone calls and, and seeing why sales weren't flat or not going up. And I realized that a lot of my guys were saying no to customers. You'd call in for an oil change. No, I can't do that today. You know, no, I'm too busy. No, I'm this. No, I'm that. Well, so we we for you know we we had an internal marketing campaign. It was on our mouse pads. It was on the uh, on the walls and frames. Say yes to an hour or less, because customers. The reason why somebody's calling you or somebody's connecting with you is because they have a problem they want solved. Yeah. OK, so, you know, in our case, it was their, their car was broken or they needed maintenance or whatever it was. And it was our job to say yes and get them in the door. So I am a big advocate in the power of yes. And but at some point, you know, when you realize that a customer is totally not your customer, don't waste time on him. Don't market to him. If they come in, treat them nice. Be honest with them. Take care of their cars or whatever it is that you do. But don't actively go out and, and try and market to them, right? They're never going to spend money and they're not going to be a profitable customer. So that's what I'm saying. I totally agree with you. Uh, in fact, like I said, I think it's got to be a culture in your company to to answer in the infir- the affirmative to your customers. And, you know, because those customers who may not even spend money with you right now, they might be your be cheerleaders and advocates for your company. Right. You know, so I, I think that's really important. I, I totally agree with you, John.
0: Say yes to an hour or less. I mean, Fire Nation, how can you implement that in your business? I love it. And it's so true. I mean, you know, Matt says yes. Someone comes in and gets a 15-minute oil change, you know, for 10 bucks, And, you know, maybe they're never going to be that big spender client. But then guess what? Their best friend gets into, you know, a car wreck. And that guy's like, well, I had a great experience at XYZ. And that positive referral could bring Matt's company a ton of profitable business. So, Matt, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? (laughs)
1: <laughs> details. Um, I am, you know, I'm ADD. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, um, diagnosed, you know, ADD back in the seventies. And, uh, I, I don't like details. I like my biggest strength is not being able to, is not being afraid of taking on challenges and, and, um, being able to face adversity and, and making war out of chaos. I love that. I thrive on that. Okay. But like sitting in my office, reading a hundred page, um, a contract from an attorney would not be like my best and highest use. So I would say details. I like to, you know, get the team going, motivate people, tell things, tell people what things need to be done and let, let, you know, let our team go do the details and, and then follow up on those. Make sure that you're following up to make sure those details are getting done. But, but certainly getting on into the nuances of the details is not my, is not my biggest strength.
0: You use the word team and Fire Nation. It is so critical that you are building a team that has strengths in your weaknesses. And so really focus on that. And what's your biggest strength, Matt?
1: I don't like to let problems fester. I like to, to, to face problems head on. And I'm not afraid of, of uh, facing adversity and stepping up to challenges. I think that's really, really important as an entrepreneur that you've got to find out. You've got to actually seek out the problems. You've got to seek out the the problems in your company with with your customers your employees and you've got to you got to face them head-on and that's what i'm really good at is is finding out what the problems are and then you know not holding back i mean just just getting in and and fixing it and telling people this is the way this is what needs to be done this is the way we're going to do it and move forward
0: what is the one thing that has you most fired up today
1: you know john my family is i think relationships and family is super important you know I'm I'm about to celebrate my wife and I are about to celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary which is a huge you know I think a huge milestone. Sure. Um married to the, the woman of my dreams. Quarter of my, a century, my man. Right, right. I've got two awesome kids. I've got uh, just awesome family and friends. So uh, you know, I, that's a huge blessing and and uh it fires me up every day. Every time I wake up, you know, I it's a good day. <laughs>
0: well, I love that you recognize that blessing because Fire Nation, we all have so many blessings in our lives. And unfortunately, and I am guilty of this as much as anybody, you know, we wake up and we focus on the few negatives that we have, and we don't also focus on all the positives and all the blessings that we have. I mean, yes, the reality is we're gonna come up with negatives and hard times, and those have to be dealt with head on. But don't forget, you know, take that minute to take a step back every day, take a deep breath, look around. And just feel blessed and and be thankful for all the blessings you have. And Fire Nation, we're all blessed because we're about to hit the lightning round. But before we do, (laughs) let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hey, Fire Nation, what if you can learn all about a new company in just a few precious seconds? Well, you can. And you do every time you see a logo for the first time. A great logo tells people about your industry, personality, and point of difference and looks incredible doing it. That might sound intimidating if you're in the market for a logo, but it doesn't have to be. Our friends at 99designs have helped thousands of businesses around the world get logos and more that communicate their unique brands. Right now, 99designs has a brand identity pack that includes a logo, business card, letterhead, and Facebook cover photo. It's a great way to establish a professional look and feel for your business right from the get-go. To learn more and to get a free $99 upgrade on your first design, visit 99designs.com slash fire. While you're there, check out some of the design projects I've done. That's 99designs.com slash fire braintree That's code for easy mobile payments. Maybe you're working on the next Uber, Airbnb, or GitHub. If so, then why not use the same simple payment solution that's helped them get where they are today? Braintree makes mobile payments so fast, easy, and seamless, it's almost magical. Braintree not only offers a full-stack payment solution, they also bring you superior fraud protection, stellar customer service, and fast payouts. Add it to your app with just a few lines of code, and you're instantly ready to accept Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if some other way to pay comes along, we'll support that too. Braintree's fast payouts and continuous support mean you'll always be ready, whether you're earning your first dollar or your billionth. See fewer abandoned carts and more sales with Braintree's best-in-class mobile checkout experience. To check it out for yourself and to get your first $50,000 in transaction fees free, visit BraintreePayments.com slash fire. That's BraintreePayments.com slash fire. Matt. Are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
1: I am prepared. I am <laughs> fired up, man.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Capital. The biggest thing, I, I, had a, I wrote a business plan. I've, I've been in the automotive repair industry since I was 15. I started cleaning bathrooms, mopping floors, changing tires, moved my way into management. So I began at the beginning and learned everything about the business and was very successful. Worked, ran seven different stores for three different companies, tripled and quadrupled sales everywhere I went before I went out on my own. And, uh, even though I had an amazing business plan and I went to three different banks, nobody would lend me any money. So I, uh, I applied for every credit card that came in the mail and I had 13 credit cards. The last one was from USAA for 500 bucks. And I told my wife, I said, if we have to use this, we're screwed, right? So <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, um, the biggest thing that helped me back was capital, but you know what, as entrepreneurs, you find a way you find your way around yeah. those problems. What's the best advice,
0: Matt, you've ever received?
1: Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are for my mom.
0: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: The one thing I do every day when I wake up is I go down, I make coffee and I bring it up to my wife. Oh. Yeah, you know, so it, it may seem like a real little thing, but it makes a big difference to her. And when I, the few times that I haven't done it, I hear about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think, you know, it's really important to give back to others and, you know, to, to share what, what you have. So that's what I would say. I would say, you know, give back to others, you know, and share what you have. And, and that includes, you know, everything, you know, your successes, your, your failures, like we're discussing here, as well as your time and, and energy. Yeah. Now share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. SaneBox. Ugh. My sandbox quit working for about three months, and I was like, I didn't even want to check my email anymore. <laughs> I, I swear. I mean, it happened earlier this year. I couldn't figure out how to fix it. I don't know. It was a big problem. I used to have a team of people. I used to have you know, like personal assistants and IT guys and all that. And so uh, I don't have that anymore, so I had to figure it out on my own. But, but for some reason, I couldn't get logged in and all that. I mean, just filtering all the crap out of your life, right? It, I think, is a big deal. And concentrating on what's important. Well, I only want to see my important emails. I don't want to see the hundred, you know, spam emails I get. So, SaneBox, or something like it, you know, is a huge, you know, a, a huge benefit.
0: Matt, if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join the ADD entrepreneur on our bookshelves, what would that book be, and why? Thank you for that
1: plug. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> all right. Steve Jobs' book. I thought it was amazing. I just not only just the whole his geniusness and his, you know how eclectic he was and, and all that, but but the the history of personal computing that was in that book. I lived through that era, right? Yeah. I remember my father-in-law, who were, uh, Judy and I were dating at the time. He had a he had a Macintosh, right? So I just thought that book was super cool, and I would read it again, and I'd probably I probably will read it again. So that was a great book. If you want to talk about, you learn about. You know, marketing and and perfectionism, you know, which Steve Jobs was a perfectionist, you know, and, and then, like I said, the whole history of personal computing. I thought it was a really good book. Did I see
0: right that there's an, another movie coming out too on Steve Jobs?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to hit the theaters here in the next month or two. Oh,
0: cool. So by the time this is going live, it's probably out there. And Fire Nation, I'll probably have seen it. So I'd love to hear your feedback on it. And I know you love audio, Fire Nation. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com and Matt this is the last question of the lightning round but it's a doozy imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world identical to earth but you knew no one you still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have and your food and shelter is all taken care of but all you have is a laptop and $500 what would you do in the next seven days?
1: That is a doozy (laughs) (laughs) it's a cool question though I gotta tell you I would do three things. All right, I believe that relationships are super important. So I would get on the computer and I find out who the business leaders are, who the most amazing entrepreneurs are in that area. I'd reach out to them, I'd connect with them, <clears throat> I'd go to every networking event that I could and just meet people and make friends. I would also find out who the best auto repair shops are in that area. I'd go get a job with them. I find out what they're doing right, what they're not doing, what they're doing that's not so right, what could be improved on. I would meet the, all the best technicians, okay, and then I'd apply for every credit card I could. And in the next three or four months, after you know, getting to, after I had enough friends and had enough credit, I'd go open my own business. I, would, I believe in in doing what you're good at, and I can I can run auto repair shops all day long. So I'd steal the best technicians. I would open my own shop up, and I would find a niche that's not being filled, and I'd fill that niche.
0: Connections, relationships, hard work, Fire Nation, and Matt. Let's end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: If you read my book, The ADD Entrepreneur, and, and you know, talk to Cameron Harold, wrote my Ford and, and uh, he's manic-depressant, you know, people have problems, right? You know, I've got ADD, I, can, I probably have bipolar and some other things, <clears throat> and what I'd like to say is, is you're not crazy, right? People, have, as an entrepreneur, you have highs and lows, and you have good days and bad days, you know, you're not crazy. Everybody has those. And what you need to do is be aware, you know, be aware of where you are and be present where you are and realize, you know, when you're when you're manic, for instance, that's the time that you want to go out and find customers and be in front of the media and and doing all the great things. And when you're when you're maybe in a depressed or, or in a low, those are the times that you maybe want to work on strategy and operations and and in your office. So I would be my biggest advice would be to be aware of of what your strengths and weaknesses are and don't work on your weaknesses, you know, work on your strengths and surround yourself with people that are good at what you're not good at and, and be personally aware of that and, and know where you are every day. So that, that's super important. Um, and I forgot the last, what was the last one you asked?
0: Yeah. Well, I'll ask you in one second because I just want to just, just hammer on this point that you made because it's really powerful. I mean, fire nation you know you listen to this this show often and you know you hear me like i'm upbeat i'm excited and and this is genuine because i love talking to inspiring and successful entrepreneurs but that's not me all the time you know i have my down <laughs> moments i have my depressed moments and you know i cope with those in ways you know that i talk about you know through exercise and through meditation and through these things so you know, you can't just assume that by the, you know, the glimpse that we see at certain people's lives, that they're always that way. They're always happy, enthusiastic. No, we all have this roller coaster of emotions. You are 100% normal for having. In fact, you're a human being. That's why you're having these roller coasters of emotions. And Matt, the last thing is, where can we find you?
1: I'm sorry, at com. Because too much curry is too much curry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so at dash of curry.com. You can find out all about me. You can send me an email at matt at the hybrid shop.com as well. I'd love to hear from you and anything I can do to help anybody, I, I am there. I think I might
0: even have a better tagline for you. It's a dash of curry dot com because everything should be served with moderation. Even Moderation.
1: There you go. I like right? That. All right.
0: Oh, so Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you've been hanging out with MC and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eolfire.com. Just type Matt in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. His recommended book, resource, the ADD entrepreneur will be on there. His website, a adashofcurry.com. And Matt, I just want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, We salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Hey, John, thank you very much for having me on your show. It's an amazing program.
0: Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit EOFire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text Webinar Course to 33444. That's Webinar Course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and you'll be rocking our free 10 day webinar course like a champ. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.